You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. We're back. It's the Bomber Brothers podcast brought to you by WFAN and Odyssey. We're here twice a week after every series. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Sean, we're talking about another series win here on episode seven and a little bit different of a manner of winning a series than last time. Here we were just a few days ago talking about how historic the Yankees rotation is. And there I was pulling out stats and comparing them to the 71 Orioles and the 2011 Phillies. And now three days later, on a night after, on a morning after Garrett Cole gave up five home runs, we're still talking about a Yankee win, but definitely not because of the rotation this time. Hey, they're getting it done in a lot of different ways now. And, uh, you know, the Yankees put up uh, 10 runs in, in two of the three games and, and win those two of three. And, and we are talking about a series win against a division winner in a completely different way than we expected it to happen. Um, I'm, I, I, I was really surprised with, um, how much we'll call it Yankee Twitter was, was freaking out and saying the rotation was overrated. Like after three bad games, I think uh, Minnesota, and we'll get into it. Minnesota is a really good hitting team, but I mean, my overall impression of the series is that this just shows that the Yankees can beat you in so many different ways that even if you stop them in, in, in one way by, by hitting, you know, their starting pitching, which has been excellent except for this series, um, that they can they can outslug you um, given the opportunity and, and for as bad as as the rotation was I think we also should give credit to the to the bullpen because in the first game where the Yankees gave up uh, you know four runs in the first five innings and in the you know they they gave up seven runs in the first three in the last game after that the Yankees blanked them and that allowed the Yankees in the first game to tack on and kind of expand that lead in the second game, the second win uh, last night to have a great comeback. So um, the bullpen and the lineup picked up the rotation this series. Absolutely. The uh, two arms that I had circled were Wandy Peralta and Lucas Lickie. I think Lickie was arguably the MVP of last night's win. He put in two and a third shutout innings, when after Cole was absolutely terrible and just did not have it. And that's pretty much what he said after the game too. He, so it's just like, look, everything I was locating was over the middle of the plate and they made me pay for it because the twins, like you said, they are a first place team. They are a good hitting lineup. They are definitely in first place because of their offense. And you saw Gio Urshela had a couple multi-hit games. He's turned it on a lot lately. And then, that's not even talking about the top of the lineup where they have one of the best hitters in baseball in Buxton. Obviously, Correa is always a threat. So the Twins have good hitters. And sure, you can say, oh, now that the Yankees have faced a really good lineup, they're 
latest turn through the rotation was bad. And like you said about the Twitter reactions, and well, the Yankees have also faced the Blue Jays and even the Angels just a few days, you know, a few days ago. And I don't care about the Angels losing streak. They still have Otani, Ward, Trout. Like that's still a really good lineup. So the Yankees have already proven that this Yankees rotation has already proven they can get it done against some of the top lineups in the league. So I'm, I'm not really concerned. I think we've seen this from Cole every now and then where sometimes everything is just leaking over the middle of the plate. As for Cortez in game one, and he looked great through three innings. And I think that first misplayed ball by Stan in right field kind of maybe knocked him off his, off his course a little bit. And look, he was, he was due for something like this and he had to grind it out for a few innings. Again, wasn't helped that much by Stan, but sometimes you just don't have your best stuff. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I, I thought that in that middle game that it was apparent in the third inning that Nestor was not going to have a vintage Nestor day. He gave up some hard contact, which did result in outs. And then in the fourth inning, I think it was a combination of things. It was one of those things where it, his defense could have bailed him out, but also he wasn't getting a lot of swings and misses. Um, the twins were hitting a lot of hard hit balls uh, against him. And he, even when he got the two strikes, he wasn't able to put guys away. I, I thought he was definitely less effective um, in that, in that middle game, leaving some, leaving some pitches up uh, out over the plate, but either way, yeah, it happens. His, you know, he, he, his ERAs balloons up to 1.96. And I mean, we've seen him have starts where he struggled a little bit, not this much, but he seems to always bounce back after that. So again, uh, you know, great hitting team. And I think that the twins in the American league had the, the second best offense, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they were, they were really good. Um, and they really made the Yankee starters pay this series, but the Yankees, except for the middle game, were able to, to overcome that. Yeah. And, and like you said about Nestor, of course, of course he didn't have his, his best stuff. I'd, Definitely would agree with that, but he. I, we've also seen times this season where he didn't have his best stuff, and he still grinded through some solid starts. You know, there was that stretch of two starts at the end of April, beginning of May, where he clearly didn't have his best stuff against the Royals, but he still grinded through and allowed one earned run over five innings, even though he gave up eight hits. And his next start against Toronto, a really good lineup, he had to grind through four innings and pitch around four walks, but he still only gave up two runs. So I think sometimes, sometimes this season we have seen Cortez, which is part of what we love so much about him. And sometimes he doesn't have his best stuff and he's still able to grind through a solid outing. I think just this time, like you said, against a really good twins lineup, they were able to make him, make him pay a little bit more amid an adventure for Stanton in, in right field, which did you, did you see, uh, you know, they, they asked Boone about, Stan in a right field after the game and he said it might have been a, a quote-unquote time of night thing which I don't know what that means really like if it's nighttime and it's blackout what does it matter what what time at night is like you're still looking into the lights I'm not I, sure what that was yeah I don't know maybe like you know how the sky will look a little bit grayish like right before it gets dark maybe he lost the ball in the yeah but, but in the twilight the, <laughs> not not that you know it wasn't pitch black enough to pick up the ball I, I don't I don't know I yeah, mean but like two or the two of those misplays were in the sixth inning I mean it had to be dark but it had to be dark by then that that's right out of uh the natural when the guy says he lost the ball in the sun and it was completely overcast out <laughs> and the says blinding <laughs> but 
I mean, yeah, look, the uh, the first two games, especially the Yankees were on defense were not good. Um, the, the first game was a super sloppy game, but, and this is what I really like about the, like the first game I think is exactly what I really like about the team this year. They played poorly. They played very sloppy. They gave up 12 hits to the twins. So the twins had traffic all, all game pretty much. And the Yankees still found a way to win. Like Rizzo, like I feel like last year's team, you get in a game like that and you're waiting for them to blow the lead. This year, I feel like I'm waiting for Rizzo to hit that big three run homer. That's like, okay, breathe, you know? And, and, and that's what I really am excited about with, with the Yankees this year is that they find ways to pull away in games that they should win. They find ways to hold teams down and then come back in, in games where, where they, and that hasn't happened a lot where, where they're, where they're trailing. Uh, this team shows a lot of fight and they, you know, especially yesterday, like, I mean, I honestly was, you know, like I'm, I'm not the biggest Cole fan. I don't, I don't think he's bad or anything, but I just, he's not my cup of tea. I'll say like peak. And I was kind of like, Oh dude, come on. Like they, they needed you. You give up three home runs to start the game, like coming off a loss. Like that's, you know, that that's not really what you want out of your ACE. It happens. I mean, but that's just me as a fan having an emotional reaction. And you could definitely say like the team would, you know, you're down seven, three and you could, the team's like, all right, whatever. It's not our night. We're going to pack it up. We're going to go beat up on the Cubs this weekend. But this team doesn't do that. They still have really good at bats. I mean, you, you know, you like, they're not going to give up, but you also see the dedication in every at bat to kind of get back in the game and, and kind of grind the, the twins pitching down. And they, and they do that. They don't move on. They're like, no, we, we could still win this. And that's what makes this team super duper fun and really like in, super enjoyable to watch every night. Like, I mean, I'm really excited about about this season and this series is exactly why, because it's we've seen the Yankee teams in the past, uh, specifically like 2018, 2020, where they get rolling and they look unstoppable. But whenever they have a little adversity in those seasons, you can see like they don't know how to get it done a different way when they don't have Judge and, and Stanton just carrying the load. But um, this team can do that. And that's really exciting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the like you said, defense looked looked bad early on in the series. The pitching, the starting pitching looked rough throughout the series. Uh, I think that came to a climax last night with with Cole. It, it doesn't get much more ineffective than that. But like you said, the Yankees kept fighting. They outscored the Twins seven nothing from the fourth inning on. I mean, it, actually, it's kind of crazy how the Twins jump ahead to the to this big lead. And then by the later innings, it almost seems like the Yankees are just like in a comfortable in a comfortable lead because you know they have this great back of the bullpen with Clay Holmes, who I think is on the Yankees' best scoreless streak ever since Mariano in 1999, which is just insane. Um, but yeah, and, and then the lineup just starts pounding away again. I mean, Lemayhu, Rizzo, Donaldson, Torres, Hicks, all of them, and Gallo, all of them multi-hit games last night. I mean, everybody from, homer game for Gallo. 
Yep. Yep. We'll get, we'll get to him in a little bit. Cause he seems to be coming alive a little bit, but uh, that's just, that's the whole lineup right there contributing. I mean, uh, let's see, Connor Falefa, the only one with, with a, a hitless night in the starting lineup last night. So that's, that's very encouraging. And the Yankees, like you said, they have the best rotation ERA in the league, but sometimes they're not going to have it. And this is exactly what you want to see come, come playoff time. Because, you know, when you get into the playoffs and parity takes over and you get into a short series, sometimes your best pitchers don't have it. And the Yankees have proven that even if that's the case, they have plenty of other weapons that could grind out a win. And, you know, because if when you get into the playoffs, you get into an LDS series. If you just have a couple rough nights in one aspect of your team, your season could be over. So the Yankees are showing that even if one part of the engine isn't working, the other ones can thrive. And yesterday it was the lineup and the bullpen. And it was also the lineup in, in game one, two, two 10 run games in this series. In game one, they did it in a very familiar way. Again, started with Judge and Stan just hitting absolute towering home runs, which I think is when the Yankees are at their most entertaining when those two are, are really going off. But then last night, they had a complete balanced effort, some surprise bats leading the way like Gallo. So it's, uh, you know, maybe it's just a series against the Twins that gets a lot of these bats going. Sometimes that's all it takes. I, I mean, the the Twins just... I since 2002 the Yankees are 100 and this is from New York Yankee stats on Twitter the Yankees are 111 111 and th- wins and 39 losses against the Twins including the postseason that and that's not like the Yankees beating up on a team that's been habitually bad the Twins have made the playoffs off the top of my head I think at least six times in that span and, and been and bounced been, by the Yankees in at least half of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the Yankees, 02, 03, 09, 2010, 2017, and 04. I'm sorry. Yeah. Three, four. Oh, man. That's, that's like a pace for like 120 wins. That, that'd be the greatest season ever. If you, I mean, that's like 150 games. If you extrapolate it out, that's, that's crazy that, that they, they handle the Twins like that. And it always seems to wake them up. Like, how many years have we seen that? Yankee team struggling in May and then they get that home series against the twins at Yankee stadium. And then they go on this crazy run where it's like, Oh, okay, they're back. But obviously this Yankee team wasn't struggling, but they still handle their business. And regardless if it's the twins or not, because it's a weird thing. They have all different cast of characters. It's just like, I think the weirdest coincidence, but they, they, they still just took two out of three against the first place team in their ballpark. And that, that, that's great. Especially now, like, the wins against the first place teams are just as important as teams in your division, because you want to get that by, you want to make sure that you, you at least knock down one of the other division winners. So you get that by in the first round of the playoffs. The Yankees just came in and did that to the twins. You mentioned they did it in their ballpark. Are you sure it's not the Yankees ballpark? Cause we're talking about records. The Yankees are now 33 and 13 since target field opened in 2010. Can you imagine being a home team and a consistent playoff team but you're 20 games under 500 against an opponent in your home stadium. That is, that is bizarre. It's, it's absolutely bizarre. And, and the, the Yankees are undefeated there in, in the postseason. They've, they've never lost a playoff game there and, and they've played, I think at least four of them. 
Yeah, well, there was the one game in 20... Well... Oh, no, 2009 was the last year. Because 2009 was the last year and then the last day. So they actually Mm -hmm. only played there once in the playoffs. But No, 2010. They won game one. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. And then uh, 2019, they won game three there. In a game where everything was bouncing the Yankees way. Like the twins had so many hard, there was the diving catch by DD in the ninth, the sliding spinning grab by Torres to get out of a jam. Severino got to have a bases loaded, no out jam. It's, it's, it's bizarre. And that, and that has continued. And here we are last night in another crazy back and forth game. That was just screaming shades of uh, what was it? 2019, that crazy Ryan game. Ruko, where, man. Yeah. Right. We have Ruko is there again. So it seems like anytime the Yankees are in a crazy back and forth game at target field, Ryan Ruko's on the call and Aaron Hicks is hitting a big home run because he hit another huge home run. This one to, uh, to what, to tie the game last night. Yeah, it was, uh, that that was a huge hit for for Hicks and for the Yanks, but I mean, I, I was I was really happy for Hicks. You could tell this as soon as he dropped the bat, he got it. Um, and I'm not there was any doubt that he got it, but that it was going to stay fair. Um, and then he comes up with a big hit later and gets another RBI. I, I I mean, for as much as he's struggled, he does have that kind of flair for the dramatic especially when it's against the, the the twins and and he had a you know he had a he had two hits and two walks in the first game of the series so i you know i, I don't know if this is what gets him going but he had you know two hits two walks in the first game two hits in the middle game and then last night um you know he has uh two hits including the huge home run so th- is this the series where hicks finally turns it around i mean can you imagine what happens if Hicks starts to have a normal looking season from here on out? Like this would be great. And it looks like Gallo is starting to get on a little bit of a heater now too, where kind of what we talked about with that last game of the tiger series, like this is why you have Gallo because he can wreck a game. I mean, he, without him hitting the two home runs, the Yankees don't have the Hicks doesn't have the opportunity. The Yankees don't claw back in this game. And when the Yankees claw back in games, it's because they're hitting dingers. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, to, to have these two guys step up, uh, not only does it, not only do you you win the game, but it's also like more of like, a, it feels like a character win because you have these guys that are struggling, these guys that really need to get off the schneid, uh, pulling you up. And I'm, I'm sure that really helps the clubhouse. And I'm, I don't, I didn't see who got the belt last night, but, um, I, I know, uh, there was a great article about what the belt means to the Yankees and, uh, I'm sure like Hicks or Gallo would be very deserving. Yeah. Shout out to Brendan Cuddy for that that really good article on, on the championship belt. I also missed who ever won it. I think if I had to have a vote, it would have been Licky though. 